Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting edition of Hindsight is Horrible. No, it's not. Horrifying. I'll get it right one of these days. One of these days. What show do we have again? I don't know. Well, it's because the name of the show is so long. Anyway, welcome back, everybody, to a podcast which has a name. Uh, or that something. I, that I will learn one day. Uh, this is, of course, your favorite podcast. It is the show where we nominally go back and look at the films and TV shows of our youth, and we do something with them. We have our own process. But this, th- this episode is another part in our month-long special super spooky Halloween series. Where we are looking back on TV shows and movies that we watched when we were kids that scared the living daylights out of us. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I'm going to pass it off to my co-host, Darth Jader, to tell us a little bit about what's going on tonight. Yes, indeed. Welcome back, listeners, to another thrilling, chilling episode of our Halloween sequence. It's going to be awesome. And welcome back to former guests. You know her from our episode featuring SpongeBob SquarePants. Welcome back to Marie. Hey, hello. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us today, Marie. And today, listeners, we are actually checking out a classic from 1993. Uh, at least that's when the season said this episode came on, but then the internet lied to us. So Yeah, in truth, we have no idea now. Yeah, because uh, yeah. w- when Marie selected this episode, she told us it was season two, episode eight of... Are you afraid of the dark? Yes. One of the scariest, oh, just most chilling shows of my childhood that I recall. And of course, I was 14 at the time, so I found it to be terrible. <laughs> just a little <laughs> because bit. Because I was a snotty teen who, <laughs> who was so above all of this nonsense. This was scary to yeah. me when I was 18, even. But really? Yes. But I'm... it's all filler. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, 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 I do want to point out, uh, Darth is not kidding about how difficult it was, because this is season two, episode eight, uh, The Tale of the Frozen Ghost. Yes. Which, which is actually, if you go on Amazon to buy it, is listed in season eight, but then after you buy it, the show art says that it's in volume, volume six. six. Mm-hmm. So we don't know when this came You've out. You've got to want we, it, listeners. We know, that, we know Bill Clinton was president. And Arsenio, a, the, a saxophone, <laughs> yeah. somewhere, I don't know, somewhere in that it's, timeline. It's after Max Hedrum, <laughs> and it's before George W. Bush, and that is literally as, and that is as good as we can get it. I huh. pretty much always trust the internet movie database. It's yeah. just what I always and usually yeah, they're very trustworthy. It's, but yeah, it, yeah, it's probably correct. So we the we Everest ninety three. Yeah, so <laughs> locating an episode. So nineteen ninety three. This is a show that I know nothing about. Um, <laughs> it's okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna rely on my co-hosts. Uh, to tell us, uh, tell the audience a little bit about what it is we're watching tonight. Good. Uh, well, yeah. So, Are You Afraid of the Dark really doesn't have that crazy of a summary. I don't really even have to look it up because each show was different. There aren't character arcs. There aren't anything crazy or elaborate that you have to keep up with. It's literally a group of kids around a campfire telling ghost stories. Mm-hmm. And the kids call themselves the Midnight Society. And each kid tells a story. Satan uh, worshippers? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, uh, exactly they had a little, uh, they've got all the little uh, symbols and stuff that they They are scrap. in the woods. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. yeah. Actually, they're in an arboretum I found out. Oh, really? <laughs> or like a botanical garden of some kind. I'll bring that up that's, later. That's brilliant. It's great. But yeah. um, for that reason. It's um, private property. We don't need a permit. Nope. <laughs> but yeah. 
<laughs> so it's literally these kids that gather together and a different kid tells a spooky, scary ghost story or a goblin story, some scary story of some sort each episode. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's always different from episode to episode. So it's like you said, Jason, it doesn't matter how they list these things on Amazon Prime or YouTube because there's there's nothing to keep track of. Really. Right, yeah. You don't have to worry about, you know, screwing up the character arc and, you know, oh no, what's happening in this season? You know, it's it's a it's an there anthology. There are no continuity it, yeah. issues, right? Yeah. It's it's a it's a young adult uh, horror anthology series. And so that means you can watch it out of order. And in fact, actually, a lot of anthology series like The Twilight Zone, it's actually more fun to watch them out of order. That's a little more enjoyable that way. Yeah, because you get to see sort of the ups and downs of production and things like that. Uh, exactly. Not, not. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, not, some not, of the uh, older or the yeah, the older episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark are real funny because the the acting is real bad. It's pretty uh, stilted. The yeah. special effects are, you know. Early is it 90s Canadian? Nickelodeon. Yes, it's mm-hmm. it. Well, it, it looks started, Canadian. It's very Canadian. <laughs> it, it, it is looks Canadian, Canadian yeah. because Nickelodeon actually didn't want it at first. <laughs> when um, when the creators approached Nickelodeon about it, the whole non-starter was that they weren't into scaring children at all. So mm-hmm. they they didn't want to take mm-hmm. it on. See, that's weird because a lot of people don't remember when Nickelodeon was very young. Which coincidentally was when I was very young. Nick, 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 Nick. Yeah. Nick, oh yeah. Nick. Yeah. I remember all those. You know. Um, Nickelodeon actually had a whole series of um, original movies that were, like, bizarre and terrifying. Really? Like what? Uh, got it. I have to go back and look at the Titles or it didn't happen. Yeah. Well, I, I can... I'll, I'll look them up whenever... Uh, I'll, I'll get my phone and I'll look. But I know that they did some science fiction movies uh, and they did a few horror movies that horror were... Horror movies? They, For kids? They did. They uh, Teen. They were They were teen. And they didn't do a lot of it. And, you know, there's the whole story about the lost episode of or the lost TV movie that Nickelodeon did. Hmm. You guys ever heard that? I've heard of lost episodes of different shows and stuff. Nickelodeon did it. And I'll I'll look and I'll find the title of it. But they actually did a horror movie that um, they, they didn't. They aired it one time and then they pulled it and they would never really admit that they'd even aired it. But it was that scary. Yeah, and they eventually, once you know, a decade or two had gone by, um, they it became such a thing that they actually bring it back and they actually play it. Um, uh, I think they still play it at Halloween. I'll look. I'll find out the name of it. Um, but it, uh, yeah. So Nickelodeon, you know, and and as to the Canadian thing, that was the other thing about Nickelodeon when it was very young. Most of their shows were British or Canadian. Hmm. imports i can see it and, and they like, were you, great with the subsequent viewing yeah. you go back and you can kind of see the qualities oh, yeah. of it for sure i mean oh, yeah. they had banana man they had danger mouse they <laughs> oh, had i think you mean mouse. mr banana grabber yeah. <laughs> i think yeah. that's who you're thinking of um Bagpuss, the cat oh god uh yeah no these were all things that these sound like carvel cakes <laughs> like, seriously well they yeah. don't no yeah they don't cookie, the, like cartoon yeah characters. they had cookie puss fudgy the whale <laughs> and they were both edible <laughs> yeah edible entertainment but yeah apparently when uh the creators dj McHale and ned candle unsuccessfully pitched the series to nickelodeon they they said it was a non-starter because it would scare children and they weren't into that but Apparently, about a year later, and a new executive hire a little down the road, the two creators approached Nickelodeon about a different show that they wanted to get started, and he said no to that. But then he saw like a three-page little one-off that was the original pitch for Are You Afraid of the Dark? And he was like, wait, why did nobody ever get this going? So um, 
they, they actually asked Mikhail and Candle if they wanted to revisit the idea of Are You Afraid of the Dark? It was uh, the movie's called Cry Baby Lane. Mm. Yeah. I'm not familiar and it was, with it was aired in uh, 2000, and it has something to do with um, with a twin dying, and they like they bury him, and the twin comes back. It's 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 Ew. genuinely freaky, but it it aired in 2000 one time on a special hosted by Melissa Joan Hart, and oh, that the, was and the that queen was of Nickelodeon. Right. Yeah, I met her once when I was a kid. Did you really? Yeah, back when Nickelodeon filmed stuff in Orlando. Which oh eye yeah. Did you, which eye did you look at? Because she's got the lazy one. Oh, I don't remember. I didn't know she <laughs> had a lazy eye. never noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know she has a lazy eye. I mean, she's. I just notice things. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. Not that's, not now, but if you like. And that makes you like her less. Interesting. No. So, uh, uh, that's, so, so we got some bias okay. going wow. on in the show. Look at it. It's uh, a little bit. <laughs> well, speaking of Melissa Joan Hart, uh, we love you, Melissa. We're not sure about Marie. I but, love uh, you so much. <laughs> uh, she is actually in I this particular episode, uh, The Tale of the Frozen Ghost, which was uh, Marie's particular pick for the episode. And Marie, why don't you give us a bit of a synopsis about what this particular episode is all about? Um, so it's two, I think I'm, I'm thinking it's her, she's his babysitter. Is that what it is? Yes. Daphne yeah. the babysitter. Okay. Um, so basically they go over to these, uh, the witches of Eastwick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Too many commercials in that little thing that I watched. Um, so they, uh, they go over to these, uh, witches house. No, 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 I was kidding. Uh, it's Charlie's aunt's houses. Uh, his his parents apparently have to attend a wedding, and inexplicably, they send him and his yes. babysitter to stay with his aunts, whom haven't seen him since he was an infant. So that led me to wonder why the hell the babysitter's parents allowed her to go to mm. these strangers' house. Uh, yeah, that was a little bit strange to me as well. Um, but you've, it, I said the Witches of Eastwick because they roll up and it's basically Grey Gardens with uh, Big Edie and Little Edie living in this sort of dilapidated house. <laughs> yeah, it, there, there is definitely a Grey Gardens kind of feel and they won't take money. No, you know? no, yeah. no not at all. Yeah. And you can you can tell that they have this big family history, kind of like the Edies do, but feuds going back generations and whatever. But they pull up, and Charlie, the little boy uh, who's central to the show, he is scared, and he you can tell that he's a mama's boy, and he follows mm-hmm. the rules. He's all wrapped up in his extra clothes, like his mom told him to, even though it's hot in the car on the right. way there. And, and he's like, I'm afraid of getting a cold. And meanwhile, Daphne is kind of a disparaging condescending little bitch to him the she time. really is like why did you hire her as a babysitter yeah she genuinely hates him yeah. she really does yeah. she we, can't stand yeah. him you can tell that she resents him absolutely for she his spreads family's mud wealth. all over his little coat yeah uh she get in an attempt to get him dirty because he refuses to go out and play like a normal kid or right. roll in the mud or whatever terrible but yeah she she can definitely you you feel Maybe. the resentment and, I, and and here's this is how i feel about about the topic tonight. I'm going straight to it. Okay, oh maybe God. she's a supernatural oh being. Oh my God. Now, hang on, bear with me here. And, and, you know, I'll, Who you knows? Know, I'm going to allow it, given, <laughs> yeah. given the fact that it's Halloween. She's been sent, and she has to prepare him to do battle with paranormal forces. And so she's not actually being mean. She just She's, she's trying to toughen him up. So you essentially, know? antagonists yeah. are all supernatural beings that yes. were placed there for the betterment of the protagonist. Yes. Okay. Yes. We've we've revamped <laughs> the definition. Every, that's every movie. Um, Webster's ever. Yes. get in touch with us. We will help you uh, flesh that out. The Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's <Yeah>. true. Okay. <laughs> Canon. Okay, hear me out. What if God is a supernatural oh. being? <laughs> 
<laughs> Trying not to bury the Ten, Ten, Ten Commandments fan theory. So Jesus, yeah, um, him no, too. No, <laughs> no him we're too. not. We're not doing this. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah. So um, Marie, of all the episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Because I I remember quite a few, despite the fact that. I, and I don't know if it was just one of those things where I, cause I was not into scary stuff as a child. I yeah. was a complete chicken mm-hmm. and, but there were some episodes that I could surprisingly stomach and others that just scared the ever loving hell out of me. So, oh yeah. so what made you pick this episode? This episode stood out to me more than anything because I think it scared me, um, as a child. I just remember it more. The one that scared me the most as a child, I honestly can't find. I've, tr- I've tried which one is that? I probably remember it, honestly. It, what, my mom. Isn't that weird? I know. Like, like you can't find I it. I can't find it. Ooh. And Ooh. my mother yeah. has helped me. She said, okay. I'm so startled. No, I'm that, so that, startled. No, that's genuinely, that, that's uh, uh, the Mandela effect. We've yeah, talked about no, that on no. the show before. I well, understand, yep. it's weird because I, I was trying to figure it out with my mom the other night. And I was telling her, no, it's like a swamp monster. And so we looked it up. And the closest thing that I could find was something called the Dead Man's Float. Okay. And that's not it. He's it's, old Greg. He's old Greg. He's old and I'm Greg. not afraid of old Greg or Bailey's. From a shoe. Um, but I am a little bit afraid of a mangina. I'm not really, I don't know what that oh, is. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, we took it off the Nickelodeon path really quickly. I've I seen mean, one of them, and it is actually fairly terrifying i mean yeah. you did say old greg yeah. you opened that door i just walked through. no no but it, it, it's so weird because i sort of like with the movie that i remember the science fiction i remember being at my grandmother's house mm-hmm. i remember being in in the sort of the grandkids playroom mm-hmm. watch mm-hmm. I, I remember watching it on the tv and i cannot find you know it's it it happened and the thing is back then well in the timeline I was in at the time, it totally happened. Just like you watched that episode. Mm-hmm. You saw it. I only saw it once. And has anyone else ever remembered it? They all say it's Dead Man's Float, but I don't. But it's not. It's not, because yeah. when I look at it, it was a like the face is a skeleton. And I remember specifically there was no face. That's I will take that to my grave. That's, that's the spooky. Mandela effect. It's so spooky. Yeah. Anyway, well, especially it's, if they it's, swap it's the like, episodes around like they seem to do online. Yeah, it's like the uh, you know the the little bears you know from our childhood mm-hmm. who were called the something bears. The Berenstein Bears. What do you remember? I remember Berenstein, but I've heard it's Berenstein. Yeah, it's not Berenstein. Never was. I've, I've always, always said Berenstein. Said Berenstein. Um, so have I. But, but apparently it's, it's, it's Berenstein. Yeah. That sounds a little And it's not even Berenstein, it's Bernstein. Stop. Yeah, go look it up. I will not. It's terrifying. Stop (laughs) ruining my childhood. Yeah. Our childhood was a lie. Exactly. And we have stickers that say that. But we actually got some of them in the uh, studio. We do indeed. Hey, we could take a picture and And put put them in in the the show show notes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I knew that was coming a mile off. But yeah, you can actually visit our website because we have this crazy thing called merchandise now, listeners. Merch. You can buy it on hindsight.show when you click on our store. 
and we've got stickers, we've got binders, we've got mugs that say, oh my God, Adam, on Yay, them. Yay, like, do you? Oh, we do, and this was, Yay. I had to bring that up on Marie's episode because that was her idea, you guys. Oh. Because on more than one episode, I've gotten exasperated with Mr. We have Adam a tote Brown. Bag. Yeah, we have a tote bag that says that too. You we do? have a tote yeah. bag now too. Yeah. Oh my we're, God. We're, we're gonna slap that on everything. That's going everywhere. Yeah. Oh God, that's He's yeah. gonna be so Bags, purses, dogs, the whole thing, everything. <laughs> I expect to get a 1%. People are just going to start saying that to him and he'll have no idea why because I think he only listens to his own episodes. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a mystery. Yeah. Well, most most of our guests, to be fair, only listen to their own episodes. Either that or they, hop, they, seem, they seem to hop around to things that they're familiar with because we've gone through so many generations of entertainment, like stuff from the 90s, 80s, 70s, you name it. So I think people just stick with what they know. Yeah. Uh, except for Katie Masenzik and apparently now Michelle Savard. So thank you guys for tuning in because apparently they're just binging like crazy now. They. What about your troll? He probably listens to all of your episodes as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, he is. He's he's He listens to he's all listening of them. He's listening right now. Yeah. We're Na- not sure how. To- Buck-ass <laughs> naked, too. Mm. I guarantee Ooh, it. Yeah. Spooky. Hashtag caradining. But <laughs> anyway. up a picture of Jade. <laughs> we hey, we'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> We hate you so much. <laughs> Rim shot. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I'm not, you're not getting it this time. Oh, come on. This, no, this is this is this, this is not earnest. It's I'll not. It's it. not motivated this time. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> when I want you to do a damn sound effect, you never will. Oh my god. I mean, yeah, we've gotten to this um, kind of quintessential part of the episode where. It, it, the it's ants, gone off the rails. <laughs> no, it always does. Oh. That's, that's what this show is all about. Uh, wait until you hear our Battle Royale episodes. You'll never be and the yeah, same. I know I need to go back. No, no, no. They, they haven't aired yet. So you'll be oh. able to catch those later down the line. And so will the rest of our no, hindsighters. No, no, they will have aired by the time this episode comes out. Uh, it, oh. We jump around so much <laughs> yeah, with what no. we release that I don't even know anymore. They will. Wait. Hang on. We're committed to the Halloween wait, schedule. Because so this yeah. is, this is, it's past future tense. No, it's future past tense. So it's, I'm they, gonna they, you in the face. they will have already, they will be already have been out. Okay. So my brain <laughs> there you go. literally just exploded. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Now. We've jumped around with things we've released in the past, but yeah, we're sticking to ending season one and uh, heading into our Halloween. So yeah, we do have to Ooh. stick with the schedule for <laughs> once in our damn lives, Jason. Good for us. But yeah, so we get a really poignant moment right here between Daphne, the babysitter, and Charlie because uh, come to find the ants, the Edies, as it were, they, they, they're they literally living in gray gardens because they don't pay their power bill. They don't pay, they don't have any money and they refuse to ask for money from Charlie's family because, mm-hmm. or Charlie's side of the family, because why, Marie, do you remember? Oh, because of the feud. Yep. Isn't it? Yeah. There was but they don't feud. remember why. Uh, it was it was your general sort of feud. Yeah, they remember it. Yeah. The two sisters remember it differently. They have different sides of the story where, mm-hmm. oh, this this guy did this to so-and-so way back in the day, and daddy would be rolling over in his grave if we borrowed money from Charlie's <laughs> dad. Like, it's just one of those general family feuds. But yeah. so, long story short, the house is going to freeze unless Daphne and Charlie go out and chop wood, and she rubs mud all over his jacket. She's like, oh, little rich boy's afraid to get dirty. She's just so mean to him. So mean. Oh, my God. Which is weird because you're, I'm not used to seeing Melissa Joan Hart in Be such mean. a bitchy role. Yeah. But She's so nice and Clarissa explains it all. Yeah. She explains it all. Well, pretty much all of it, yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. fun side note to that show, uh, now that everyone and their mom knows my real name, in one of the episodes, Clarissa's trying to sort of rebrand herself, I guess is the right term. And she goes all motorcycle chick and gets like a, you know, an extra earring and a nose piercing and starts wearing 
leather and black, and uh, she renames herself Jade. So, uh, really, yeah, my friends back in the '90s, that was like a, a source of jealousy. They were like, "Oh my God, Clarissa named herself after you!" And I was like, "You're damn right, she did." <laughs> God damn right, she did. <laughs> Better believe it. But yeah, so we, um, what I thought was really funny about this episode, you guys, is that Charlie is this young kid and the ants are clearly trying to hide the fact that there's a ghost living on their property. I know. But they suck at it. They're like, uh, we're, we're trying to be good hosts. Damn it. Oh, I said ghost. No, wait, say, host, I not ghost. Go- I didn't say ghosts. You old crazy bitch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're trying to keep it a secret. <laughs> the Edies can't afford their medications anymore, yeah, yeah. so they right. can't keep their stories straight. Oh, it sounds like the cat is out of the bag now. Yep. Oh. And they send, and even though they know there's a ghost roaming around, they send the two small children out on the premises to chop the wood. Right. Yeah. Where the ghost is like, please well, just take my jacket out of that log so that I can. I'm cold. I'm just. Which I don't understand because if he's corporeal enough to. Grab the jacket and yeah. put it on, which because that's the whole premise is yeah. Charlie is trying to sleep the first night there at the 80s house and he can't because he hears a ghost outside and it's saying, I'm cold. Ooh. And that's the only thing he can say. So spooky. I'm cold. And so Charlie's freaking out. He tells his babysitter, oh, Daphne, Daphne, where's Fred and Scooby? There's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Danger right. prone Daphne yeah. at it again. It's nice great read, Velma. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for. But um, <laughs> Yeah, so Daphne doesn't believe Charlie and the next day she's like, oh yeah, Charlie thinks he saw a ghost and then the ants are like, oh, well, I guess if he saw it already, the cat's out of the bag. And they just... They suck at keeping that secret. Ooh, I just, maybe the reason that he kept saying I'm cold is because he realized that the, because I just saw her put the, I don't know what it was, but into the furnace. It was the furnace key. Yes. Mm. Maybe it was because he realized that that's where the furnace key was. And he was like, I'm cold. Well, that. Trying to get the. That, and they explain that the little boy froze to death he did. Yeah. in life. So the, Yeah, and because we, we're it looking at the scene where, where the furnace opens and a bunch of Mardi Gras coins come out. and Oh, I thought yeah. they were Party City chocolate coins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are we sure? Your money troubles are over. You can <laughs> no, actually, sell these to a candy store. They're a mixture of both, so now they can go to Mardi Gras and eat all the chocolate and Yay. be the prettiest princess Aww. at the ball. Run home, Charlie. Run home as clubs. fast as you can. <laughs> they can go to strip clubs and throw gold coins at the strippers. Hooray. We're going to the pony. Which would probably be dangerous now. Now that I think about it, you'd probably kill the strippers if you were throwing gold coins at them. I mean, maybe I mean, they're, they're pretty weighty. If you're a professional baseball player, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> what kind of velocity have you got on your throw? Jeez. Right. But yeah, so it, these episodes are honestly really short. They're only about 20 minutes or so long a piece. Yeah. And, you know, they're geared for little kids. They're well, they were avenues for commercials. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly. Like everything else we watched when we were kids. Which I found on the one place I was able to stream this damn show last night. Uh, I kept getting commercials every couple of seconds. I can't remember the name of it. but Oh, it, it was bad. Oh. E- Wait a minute. Way. Executive producer DJ McHale. Oh, some of these are hilarious. Like, there's one. Are you suspicious that this might be Joel McHale? I wonder if, <laughs> wait, is is Joel McHale an immortal? Yes. Okay. There's no. actually Ooh. one, if you look through here, one of the um, executive producers is named Real Prooks. What? <laughs> real, it's it's spelled real, and the last name is Prooks. P-R-I-O-U-L-X. Sounds Canadian. Prooks. Yeah, that sounds Canadian. <laughs> Which makes sense. We don't so. want yeah. the fake prooks. We want the real we want one. the real prooks. Uh, yeah. wah, wah. Sounds like he's a Quebecois. 
<laughs> it just might be. Yeah. But uh, yeah, one of the creators, I cannot remember his name. Oh, Jeff Zahn. Uh, it's, it's funny. very Zahn. <laughs> I mean, you mean, you mean Zen. Zen. No, Zahn. No, Zahn. I love that actor. <laughs> but uh, speaking of Bill Hader and it. Yeah. But yeah, we, uh, you know, conversation before the show started. But yeah, uh, Steve, or just not Steve Zahn, Jeff Zahn. You got that stuck in my head now. Mm-hmm. Apparently came up with the very kind of iconic, really, uh, intro to the to the television show. It's only a few notes and a couple of creepy images, but when you're, what, six, well, that's five, what, however that, old that's, you are when you watch this? That's what you remember, you know? I mean, those are the things that, you know, when you're in your, you know, 30s and 40s and you hear two or three notes that immediately take you back to when you were a kid and, and you, you know, you're just right there. Yep. You know, and it, it, it transports only, you. It, yeah, it yep. only takes... A little bit. I mean, I still there. There are shows that I watch today. You know, um, I I still watch Nova, and I remember that music from the beginning of Nova. Mm-hmm. Um, like as a kid, I would hear that, and it's like, oh, you know, I'm gonna go to the living room and watch TV. And you still like you can close your eyes and just for a second. If I close my eyes yeah. and cover my ears, oh, it's almost like you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got somebody in the studio for a damn change who watches both Bob's Burgers and Rick and Morty, yeah. so that's a rare treat. Yeah. Hey, I got, I got, yeah. a, I got a clap for yeah. Yeah, you. Did. That's all you get. But uh, oh, Is it because I mentioned it? Yes. Oh, yeah. You, you can't call attention to it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Jeff Zahn uh, was apparently waiting for his plane to arrive at an airport in Montreal when they were kicking this show off. And he said, I just thought about the series about mystery, haunting, scary, supernatural things, thrillers, and kids. What? And, what? Yeah. Why would you think of that in the. Did he just say he never forgets a kid? <laughs> but <laughs> but his, uh, Zahn said, it just came to me. Uh, I didn't have music paper, so I scribbled out the notes on a napkin. I really liked it and kept singing it. <laughs> and uh, then when I played it on piano. Uh, I the, really feel bad for all the people on his flight. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh. just like, <laughs> when? <laughs> oh, for God's sake. I'm Linda, and I want you to clean oh. your room. But uh, yeah, he's a. He said when he played the um, the piano, the important counter melody came to him, and he used it as the introduction for linking all the material together, like, oh, the creepy clown and the uh, the match that they light at the beginning and just all that spooky nonsense. So since since we're talking about a Nickelodeon show, I think it's only fair to talk about Nickelodeon a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm trying to think of the shows that sort of bridged the generations between my generation and yours, and I'm th- the only one that I'm coming up with is Hey Dude. Um, I'm guessing oh, you hey guys dude. watched Hey yep. Seek. Yeah, because Salute that, Your Shorts. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was that one? Rugrats, maybe? Oh, big yeah. time. Oh, Rugrats yeah. was on yeah. when we were kids. For yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, because there's all kinds of shows. Because, I mean, like, when you were kids, I'm guessing you Heat can't do Pete. that on, on television. That was gone by then. Was it? What? They did, played reruns of it, at yeah. least, when I was... Yeah. yeah, when we were little. Did they, like, when did they stop... I don't, I don't know, but I mean, I know that's really more of, you know, an 80s show. Because, I mean, Alanis left that and went and became Alanis, you know. <laughs> um, and there was somebody else famous from who was on the show. Um, and see, A lot of famous people actually came through Nickelodeon oh, yeah, in, in yeah. one shot. It's like uh, when they first started this show, they really wanted Ryan Gosling to be one of the main characters for Are You Afraid of the Dark? But he turned it down. To be a mouseketeer alongside Britney Spears much, and Justin Timberlake. Much, much better, smarter career move on his part. Well, I mean, he's one of the most yeah. successful actors in Hollywood. Yeah, as so, yeah. borne out by the fact that it worked. Yeah, I can't mm-hmm. remember um, a single 
kid from the campfire collective from the midnight uh, what, okay what about eureka's castle oh hell oh, yes, okay, yes. Okay. magellan oh. the dragon right. uh, yeah I'm trying to think of Quagmire and Bog. Oh, they oh, were yeah. great. Mm-hmm. They did sort of a play on that on um, New Girl when Nick and Cece had the flu, mm-hmm. uh, and they were they were watching something called Poppycock Castle, and it was clearly a ripoff of Eureka's mm-hmm. Castle with these little mm-hmm. puppets running around oh. and letters like floating up in the sky. It was great. Oh, okay. and Batley, and he would always fall, yeah. and he'd yeah. say, "I." to do that <laughs> oh, what there are a lot of those puppets what about pinwheel but um, that was before your time then. i was about to say that one's yeah. not okay. coming to me because yeah, there were some that i know like danger mouse was obviously that that had to have predated it did yeah. like yeah. i was do a, you remember, remember i was aware okay. of it but i never watched it like danger I think, mouse was great i think I, I cartoons kind of segued in after like the pete and pete's clarissa explains it all like it yeah. then became about like the doug uh mm-hmm. rugrats doug, hey yeah. arnold um, what else was? Boy, Nickelodeon used to be really good. Yeah, it I know. Sucks ass now. It does. Too. It is garbage. terrible. When I had uh, when I had my son, you know, it was it was the excuse to go back and oh well, you know, we're gonna watch kids stuff in the house right. again. And I I mean, it was my the way I thought it was gonna go was well, we'll watch Disney and we'll watch Nickelodeon, and right. it ended up being one hundred percent Disney. And if you turn Nickelodeon on, I'll break your arm. <laughs> it's not even it's not even called Nickelodeon anymore. They oh, it can, isn't? No, it's called Nick. Oh, go to hell. Right. So well, that, like you don't even know what yeah. where it comes from. Like I told that to Ross and he he said, um, well, wh- why does it matter? I was like, because it's it's Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. It's, a, it's Nickelodeon. Like, yeah. do you even know what a Nickelodeon is? Yeah, like, exactly. So. Here's the thing. They thought you were so stupid that they had to shorten the name. <sighs> I know. You well, know? It, at first it got shortened to, well, they sort of blended it in for even younger children to enjoy when mm. they did Nick Jr. Which yeah. is fine. <laughs> the nice who say, Nick. Nick. Well, uh, no, I mean, but they do that. That's like with the sci-fi channel. You know, when I was a kid. Siffy. Yeah. Uh, Siffy. Right. You know? I hate that so much. And, no. and it's who is the horrible, horrible human being who came up? Because you are, whoever you are, if you listen to this show, I, and I hope you do, because I want to tell you. We want to you, hunt you down. You are a horrible human being. Right. Because you came up with Sithy. You're a garbage person <laughs> yes. and you're going to be forgotten yes. by history. I mean, yeah, but Nickelodeon. Or remembered forever as just the Sithy person. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> Which is worse. And the funny thing is like Nickelodeon. They don't do the whole thing. Like, there's no Melissa Joan Hart of Nickelodeon today. No. Yeah, they don't have those kind of headlining no. talents anymore. No. no she's I mean, mostly, uh, I think she's working on her 45th Christmas movie this season. Probably. Um, hey, it's a career. It's a paycheck. No, mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah. Like, it's, I, but that's all I ever see her in is what I'm saying. I, yeah. I think she was on Dancing with the Stars at some point, which she should have known. Uh, even on uh, Don't Trust the uh, Bee in Apartment 23, James Vanderbeek pretended to be on Dancing with the Stars in a couple of episodes. And that whole show sort of focused around him making fun of himself, like as a oh, grown up yeah. trying to keep his career going. Yeah. It's like, come on, Melissa Joan Hart, you should know better than to go on Dancing with the Stars. Come on, yeah. girl. Ugh. And, you know, the weird thing is that there is absolutely no reason why Melissa Joan Hart could not be cast in some show grown-up show straight drama you know she right. totally do it yeah and it's 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 interesting to think you know so there's not a you know she could have been and this is going to sound totally bizarre but the first thing i think of is she's the sort of person who should have been in the uh in the reboot or the relaunch of twin peaks mm. because she's As a, who whoever oh, okay you know because it's like 
you know, it's sort of like how, you know, Tarantino takes old careers and, you know, and brings them back. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, she's a perfect candidate for that. Yeah. You know, but. I can see it. You know, I, I don't think it's going to happen. No. You know. And it's funny because like, you had the Nickelodeon competing with the Disney back in the day. Or mm-hmm. like maybe Disney sort they of didn't, really. Yeah, because Disney was pay. Nickelodeon was free. Yeah. You had to and, pay for Disney. That's true. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I do and remember that. Yeah. What's hilarious about that is I know I mentioned Ryan Gosling already, but apparently the whole thing about Nickelodeon is they were pushing for a diverse cast. They actually won an NAACP award for their diversity on the show. And they also specifically wanted a quote unquote non Disney type cast. And with, that's hysterical to me because Ryan Gosling turned them down to be a Mouseketeer. So yeah, and it's funny when you when you hear them say that because you know Nickelodeon I think at a certain point bought too much into that idea of of we're going to be the not Disney kids programming. Yeah. Because if you do look at it, Disney well, is doing so many things correctly. Yeah, D- yeah, Disney's doing great financially and Nickelodeon is just still there. It's, it's owned by MTV or I guess. M- MTV? Disney? No. no, no Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Oh, I was like, no, Disney owns no. everything. No, no, no. Nick- Nickelodeon's owned. Uh, I, I think they're owned by the same parent company. I, 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 it wouldn't I surprise think. me. Um, but Who, well, I can't even name a single Nickelodeon show. Oh, that's on now. Yeah. No. no, I mean, um, I remember, you know, and it was nine years ago when somebody was like, Oh, you've got to watch, uh, you've got to let your, your kid watch Yo Gabba Gabba. And Is I went, that a Nickelodeon show? It was on Nickelodeon. I don't know if it's a technically Nickelodeon show, but that's where it was whenever I saw it. And I, I literally, I'm not saying this to be dramatic. I felt <laughs> ill watching the program. <laughs> it was so horribly. And I said, there's no way I'm going to park my kid in front of this. And, and let them and get dumber. Let them. It's like, no, no, th- no. It's not, like the dark happening. crystal. It's just like stealing his essence. Yeah, that's I mean, about just... it. Yeah. <laughs> And so I, are we talking about the remake on Netflix or whatever's going on with that now? Or it's out. Yeah, that's, that's out. The so new Dark good. Crystal. Yeah. Oh, it's Some, good. Oh, so yeah. I thought you were coming down on it. I, I didn't know what was going on. Oh, oh my God. No, I was just saying because the Dark Crystal, like it steals, it do you, steals your do essence. You, do you know who the production designer, This I, I heard this the other day, the production designer for the new Dark Crystal. It you know who he was? Toby. I do. It's the, yeah, it's yeah. Toby. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Isn't that yeah. cute? I love that. Yeah. I shared that with our friend Morgana, who lives overseas in France, because oh, uh, my she, God. she actually went as Jared the Goblin King to Dragon Con with me a couple of years ago, and she actually took a baby doll uh, and stripped it down <laughs> to its like little white cotton T-shirt yeah. uh, that was underneath whatever little dress or something it had on, and she actually drew red pajama lines across yeah. the uh, yeah. the white cotton of it. Call me when you get a French girl who goes as Jennifer Connelly. Um, you should have seen her costume, though. I mean, she was... <laughs> it was legit. She was pretty she hot. Did, she did a great goblin I don't, Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't doubt it. You should find some pictures of it, and uh, we can put those in the show notes for everybody to see. <laughs> I'm going to break your glasses. <laughs> I'm going to stomp on them. Uh, you make me so angry. <laughs> but, yeah, so what? speaking of, like, stupidity, like, bad aspects of certain shows, did you guys know that Are You Afraid of the Dark... Uh, the campers never lit the fire themselves. Really? Uh, when you come into the show, it's always, and I never noticed this as a kid, the fire's always roaring by the so, time the audience comes in on the action, and I'll tell you why, speaking of... Because the, Satan already lit it for them. Exactly. Okay, yeah. yeah. He, he, yeah. he in, they invoked the Dark Lord, and he stole all of their <laughs> souls. So, no, but what really, the reasoning behind that was so ridiculous, and uh, it was the fact that Nickelodeon didn't want to film 
and show a kid lighting a match and stoking a fire because they didn't want to promote uh, the knowledge of how well, to start a fire to kids at home. And yet I, they they did allow kids to throw um, sand or whatever it was. I know exactly what it was, actually. What was uh, it? Well, because one of the actors who was really excited to be on the show, because what they would do is they filmed all the campfire scenes all at once over the course of two weeks to knock that all out. Which makes sense. All of them. Yeah, for the season. So, like, they would only film the campfire scenes once a season. Uh, and so that they makes be, sense. Yeah. yeah, no, and it, it helps for a lot of reasons because I mean, it's it going to save, save you money. A fortune on production. Uh, it's yeah, going to right. avoid uh, scheduling conflicts and anything else that the other kids might have going on. And also, then you don't have to deal with any kids who are aging too quickly. Like if they come back six months later, a fourteen-year-old is going to look completely different potentially. Yeah, hey guys, so, uh, how's everybody doing? My voice. I sound <laughs> yeah. like Joe from Submit Family Guy. Submit this to the Midnight Society. <laughs> Man, it's, yeah, fifth grade's tough. You get a beer. <laughs> it's like the Eddie Izzard joke. It's like puberty should just happen in one day. Get it over with. You come into school that morning. Sorry, I'm late. I don't know why I was late. By the time you go home, right, I'm off to go get a job with a drill. <laughs> but with kids, they, it, you know, the whole puberty thing could mess that up. So no, they, it's they a long, it. drawn out, horrible, torturous <laughs> process that we that that biology subjects us to, and it, mm-hmm. it is genuinely terrible. It is. It's yeah. it's awful for, for any kids listening out there. That's what you got to look forward. Eve to. didn't just punish women when she ate that apple. People just be be aware, right? It's yeah. another little punishment that the Lord threw in for all of us. Are you afraid yeah. of the dark? No, I'm afraid of morning wood. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all afraid of that. Yeah, yeah. we are. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, going back to just, Are You Afraid of the Dark? That's the series I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> Tales of Puberty. <laughs> Cross your legs so you can stand up now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Johnny, it's time to come up to the blackboard. No. No, no I don't please, want no, to. Mrs. Jenkins. <laughs> Give me five minutes. <laughs> and every, and, but the thing is, every school, you know, because that happens all the teenage or not well preteen boys but we've were, definitely discussed but, this but, but there was there was always that one kid who didn't give a shit and he would just go to the blackboard just a huge boner oh wow <laughs> no we haven't discussed that before oh no i agree though yeah, yeah you just he just walk up to the blackboard and you're hey, just like well it ain't going anywhere respect you know, yeah <laughs> It's happening to all of the boys in the classroom. Uh, But it was usually the guy that was weird. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it was never the guy that's like, oh, look at that. No, it's the guy that's like, oh, gross. But at least, and kids are so cruel to each other. At least the boys seem to have a code where they're just like, I'm not calling him out. I'm just going to pretend. Oh, we called it out. You did? Oh, my God. Yes, we did. Yeah, it depends. You were a bastard. Mercilessly, we all did. I had it done to me. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, because that's the thing. I've I've tried to explain this. I get such disturbing visuals of you. Well, that is a pretty disturbing visual, (laughs) if I'm fair. I've had worse Uh, ones, don't get me wrong, of other guests I'm really glad. I'm really glad Adam's not here. Oh, Jesus. We would be be down a rabbit hole right now. No, no. Oh, man. So are you afraid of the dark? Getting back to uh, <clears throat> the midnight dust that you were referring Indeed, to a yes. minute ago. It's midnight not dust. sand. Uh, it was non-dairy creamer. Shut up. So the whole thing of it was Daniel DeSanto, the guy who played Tucker, he said he was, it was like a not well-known, it was a very well-kept secret that it was non-dairy creamer. And he said, I came on in the third season and I was so excited 
uh, to do the magic dust scene where you get to throw the dust mm-hmm. on the fire, but apparently the creamer just burns right up. Yeah, it's explosive. And, yeah, no, 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 it just burns. It's that nothing special about it, apparently. Well, yeah, but no, if you take non-dairy creamer, and like y- you can actually use it as explosive. So if you just yeah. like to throw the actual bottle yep, of it enough in there, dairy yeah. creamer, yeah. one can blow up yeah. just about anything. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's the stuff burns like it's it's ridiculous. They've done, they, uh, they used it on Mythbusters. You know, oh. yeah. Oh my God! So like that's next not, time, that's not what it sounds like here. He says it was just coffee, coffee made in glitter. He said the fire was like a pyrotechnic technique. Like oh well. Oh my God! So next time I have a party at my house with the fire pit, we're gonna like get some non-dairy creamer and some glitter, and we're gonna throw it on the fire. I know for a fact that I won't be at that party now. So mm-hmm. thank you for the heads up. You're not invited now. Good. I'll okay. get my eyebrows singed off. Mm, knowing you, probably. Then I'd have to put a picture of it in the show notes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you would. I think we should actually have an artist rendering of what that might look like. Actually, you, you know what? I'm just going to invite <laughs> you and not tell you we're going to do it. And then I'll just, yeah, and then we'll have, we'll, we'll, I'll send it to him so we can go ahead and put it in the show notes. Damn it. I love you. Such trickery. How, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to avoid such a clever trap. So this show scared us you Me. as kids yeah, yeah. because because i mean and again it's an age thing it's not like oh you know because there was plenty that scared the shit out of me when i was a kid yes uh this didn't and i think it was an age thing um but what were some of the other things that they did on the show not this episode mm-hmm. um that was scary i mean you said this was the scariest what was there something else oh, that was particularly God. scary yes uh there was one I don't remember the name of the episode, but I, I, bet, might. I bet Marie remembers. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, uh, there was an episode where this kid gets a computer and mm. a little person, uh, like a demon that's living in the cyber network inside the computer that does comes not out sound familiar and he's got all, like, uh, his hands had like little computer ports on them. And if he like <gasps> plugged into you or something, he could suck you into the computer forever. Ooh. And it sounds a lot more sexual now. <laughs> that <was> just... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe on. that's what made it. <laughs> Plug into my port. <laughs> Gross. Anyway, there was that one. Um, oh man. Some, of, but like I said, I would tune into some of them, and I. It was one of those shows where I was like, okay, it's okay to turn it off in the middle of the show if you get too scared. And but you want to see how it ends because it always ends with some kind of moral, like the moral of the story or some kind of like an Aesop's fable kind of thing. Uh, well, some of them did, but li- especially with the, uh, and that that's part of the FCC's requirement that there has to be some sort of lesson or moral thing involved. I don't like know. Resolution. If that, yeah. Maybe like how GI Joe used to have to yeah, knowing yeah. is half the battle. Mm-hmm. But, um, so but what's the other half? Yeah. <laughs> Randy Remember, Manville kids. will never know. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, the um, other half. That's a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Protecting us oil rights. That's the other half. GI Joe. But yeah. So the, the ending of this particular episode that we're discussing, Frozen Ghost, is uh, the whole premise is the ghost is cold and he wants a coat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because he got the coat, he the kids find the furnace key and then they find the pot of gold that's stuck in the furnace flume. <laughs> like, okay. Hey. And it's it's a little, you know, so, anticlimactic. So the, the moral lesson there is that if you hear a disembodied voice, you should do what it says. Um, yes, because then you'll get a lot of gold. Yes, so, little yeah. lot of chocolate gold that's yeah. probably next... old as the hills. Yeah, yeah, they don't manufacture that anymore. Just like candy corn, they actually go around to the dumpsters chocolate. every year and just gather it up and then redistribute it. That's why it tastes like garbage because <laughs> yeah. it literally is yeah. garbage. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, I remember. So, yeah, I remember this episode distinctly because it did scare me just seeing that little boy being all creepy and pointing and I'm cold. But yeah, I remember the guy in the computer one. I remember there was one where there was like a clown in an attic. I don't remember the premise of it. I, might that, be thinking, that, that's kind of the whole. I mean, I what else do you it, need? <laughs> no, but I don't. I, yeah. The rest of it's kind of it's it's all very Narnia starting stories where it's like the children are being sent off to the country to yeah. live in this spooky old house. And yeah, with Narnia, you know, there's a much better story to it. But Are You Afraid of the Dark is a little more lowbrow. Yeah. Do you remember the doll story? I think there was more than one. <laughs> there was. You would imagine. The one, the one that I remember is called The Tale of the... Oh man, the tale of the doll maker, um, and that was kind of a uh, runner-up for this one. Didn't she like become life-size or no, something? Okay, actually, so was, then yeah, there's definitely more. Than you're one. thinking of. I think you might be thinking because what happened was the uh, the girl became a doll. Was what it was. She. Her, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. That was really spooky. It was. Her friend was missing. She couldn't find her, and she went to this house. Oh, and it was like a life-size dollhouse. Yeah, and she yeah. went into this dollhouse, and here's her friend. She's turning to porcelain, and then she starts turning to porcelain. I remember that one scared me really bad, See, too. And it, it, it's so weird because the age difference, you know, like I said, I was like 14 or 15 when this came out. So that would have meant we, were, we would have been about four or five. Yeah. Oh. I mean, at, when this was out, I was watching Tales from the Crypt. Oh you know? yeah! Oh god, I could never watch that show. That, I would have died. I loved, of a, I loved Tales died from the of Crypt. A small person heart attack. Small yeah. person heart attack. Because yeah. I was a small person. Back. Ta- Tales from the Crypt was genuinely. It, it, it had some some good scares to it. Well, that's know? a that's almost a throwback to our mummy episode because when Evie goes in and her brother jumps out of that sarcophagus at her, mm-hmm. the the skeleton that's in the sarcophagus with him looks just like. The Crypt Keeper? The Crypt Keeper, yeah. yeah. It's a, and I think it's actually the same prop. I'm not sure. I'd have to look back into that, but that's what it always makes me think about. But uh, another episode I specifically remember, and I it came to a little more freshly in my mind today because uh, they mentioned it in the notes, is that Mikhail mentioned, that, and he was laughing at this because apparently they would get inspiration from random places for episodes and scripts and whatnot. But I remember the episode where there's a school where there's all these suspicious happenings, Scoob, and then you come to find <laughs> that it's being run by these lizard people, and they're like these slimy lizard alligator things in their hatching. They've there's a pool. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like, true. I mean, that you know, <laughs> that's how schools are run. Well, by yeah, I mean, people. Queen, Queen Elizabeth is actually a lizard person. We all know Queen that. Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, the president's ah. a lizard person. All Boom. of the world leaders are lizard. We, we, come on, go on the internet. They, they, <laughs> they, there are pictures and everything. I mean, haven't Seriously. you seen the that Hell's terrible Orb. Mario movie from? Yeah, the, which one? Wait, which the the we, one with the lizard people? Where they? Yeah. Mario Brothers. Was Yoshi? that the one? With, was that the one with Lou Elba, uh, Captain Lou? Maybe it was the one with uh, what's his face? The oh man. Because I know in the original Mario Brothers movie, it was Captain Lou Albano played uh, uh, Mario, and and that was. It was the one with uh, John Leguizamo. Oh, Luigi. Yeah, as I'd, Luigi, yeah. I had specifically blocked that out of my memory. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for bringing that. So, so, so has so has most so of Western welcome. civilization. Yeah. yeah, it's it's our darkest hour. You know what? <laughs> yeah. I I've tried. But there's so many dark memories in my past yeah. that uh, that that one just won't they search for. No, I mean that's that's <laughs> one of those things that if that's beamed out across the universe and there's an alien race monitoring us, when they catch up to 1988 or whenever that movie came out, that's it. Yep, they're they're gonna stop following us altogether. Yeah, no, they're not gonna stop following us. They're gonna wipe us out. Oh yeah, I mean <laughs> that'll be the end of civilization. They'll just say no, no, these well, people 
cannot be allowed. So I was hoping for more of a Calvin and Hobbes resolution where uh, (laughs) Calvin and Hobbes are looking up the starry night and he goes, you know, Hobbes, I think the reason to believe that there is intelligent life out there is because they haven't tried to get in touch with us yet. (laughs) There's a sort of logic to that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I remember the lizard people. I remember there's a clown. There are multiple clown Yeah, ones. there's always a clown. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I How many really, times can you go to that well? You know. An infinite amount if you're Tim Curry. Yeah. But Apparently, I, yeah. Yeah, I really don't remember a bunch of specific, because I would avoid this show like the plague. It scared the living hell out of me. So <laughs> me it just, too. I was not the biggest fan. I would sit through some, like, if I had a friend over, I, I would like keep tabs on what my friends liked on television and when it was safe to invite them over. Because if my friends came over, the polite mm-hmm, thing to mm-hmm. do is to let your guests pick what you're watching on the television. See, mm-hmm. girls are different than guys. No, that, that was that was the rule in my house. Like oh, my, my okay, parents okay. set that rule. They were like, if you have a guest over and they want to watch something, you let them watch that thing. Like they're your guest. That's the polite thing to do. So I started noting, oh, this psychopath likes, are you afraid of the dark? You know, I don't want to watch that. Yeah, uh, Our, My rule was, you know, it was more like, you want to watch what? No, screw you, dude. <laughs> we're not watching that. Bro code is so much different. Yeah. We're going to put it on Cinemax, even though it's scrambled, and we're going to sit here for the next two hours oh, until dear. we see a boob. Dear God. <laughs> I wish I wish that was not a true story. I don't Cinemax <laughs> or Skinemax? Well, see, we... We didn't even call it that. It predates people calling it uh, Skinamax, which I I think is Are still they the a, same thing? Skinamax? Yeah, it's, that's just what people called Cinemax. Oh, okay. See, yeah. I've never tuned in, so it, I don't know. Neither have I. I just yeah, thought they were two separate things. Cinemax was, I did too. Yeah, and was, I, I was they were the ones that, yeah, they, yeah. They, they pioneered the softcore porn after like 10 o'clock thing. Yeah, I thought you know? that's what Cinemax sort of evolved into <laughs> yeah. was the Skinamax as it became more risque, but apparently not. It's kind just, of how Nick becomes Nick at night. Yeah, well, Nick at Night, I remember I remember when Nick at Night first, too. yeah, I loved it. I remember when it premiered, and it was uh, the the uh, cable provider that we had. They didn't have... I wanna. No, this, no. <laughs> I'm joking. No, this was, you know, Jim Bob's, you know, country cable company. Oh, yeah, I forget that you're from the boobies. Yeah, no. They didn't, um, they didn't have the rights, that I guess they didn't have an agreement to play Nick at night. And it was so frustrating because Aww. every day Nickelodeon would literally end. And there was a whole thing. It was like a, a school bus going by and had all the characters from the shows. It was like Dennis the menace and the yeah. guy from the monsters. And all. So and it would basically show you, these are the shows you yes, could be watching. That, yeah. And they were doing it on purpose, oh. hoping that we would, you know, people would, you know, call them and go, Hey, you need to, you know, sign up for Nick at night. And of course, right. parents didn't give a shit, uh, you know, and they didn't care about what kids had to say. Um, <laughs> this was before kids were special. Yeah. No, yeah. We were just chattel. <laughs> um, but yeah. So every day we just like, oh, look at that. Oh, it's, oh what are all these shows? Boom. Yeah. And, and the, the station would go dead. And the next morning it would start back up again with Nickelodeon. Oh, Lord. Because Nick at night was literally Nick at night. You know, oh. I mean, they, they, they just, that's what we did at night. They flipped a switch and it became a whole other network. See, that's something we need to go into. We need to do like a special Nick at night segment for stuff that was on when you and I were young, Jason, because I oh, bet yeah. there's plenty of humor that we didn't catch. Same principle, just with older shows like oh, the yeah. Happy Days and Wonder Years and all that good stuff. We well, could go back and watch Dick Van Dyke. I know, I, I know we would hate that so much. I, I've, I've said uh, before that I think my style of, of humor, my type of humor, really, I could trace it to two things, which is Nick at Night, because it was everything from Laugh-In to Dick Van Dyke to, I mean, just all, all the greats. You, you yeah. Bet, yeah. 
And at the same time, I could go from that to uh, every every night A&E had an hour of stand-up called A&E's Evening at the Improv. Oh, wow, and yeah. And it was just random stand-up comedians, and it was good awesome yeah it wasn't the crap that some sometimes there's good stuff today i'm not saying yeah but, but it's not the same but there's some yeah. there's some good stuff today but a lot of the time like there's a ton of stuff on netflix and there's maybe five six yeah. things on there that's good yeah i mean it netflix i really think is at the point where they're giving everyone a special and well, that's and it's always a special and it's always like a big thing as opposed to like improv was literally a brick wall a fake mm-hmm. brick wall yeah a microphone and a camera it's like the comedy store up in New York. Yeah. It's yeah. just the same That's concept. That's it. Well, you know, John Mulaney says... Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm I don't have a follow-up to that. Okay, thank but you. I know you're about to give me the wah-wah noise. <laughs> I saw his hand on it. No, but uh, Jason gets frustrated with me. He says, I'll go up to like Chick-fil-A, and they're like, hi, what can we get started for you today? Well, you know, John Mulaney says... <laughs> apparently, I quote him quite a bit. But Hello, anyway. Mrs. Jader. How are you? <laughs> go away. That's, that's what she's going to be like in the nursing home. <laughs> I'll be like a parrot that doesn't know yeah. how to say anything. Did you take but your John medication? Ooh, John Mulaney once said, oh, Jesus. <laughs> just get a, a just get a pillow and end it. <laughs> John Mulaney. <laughs> but uh, no, but as far as the comedy specials, that's something that I've heard from on another podcast called Inside the Closet, where they uh, Emma Willman and Mateo Lane were talking about how they're trying to stretch too much out of too little with material these days, how they'll yeah, make an hour yeah. special for something that should have been 15 minutes yeah. long. Yeah. And it's just, it it's making everything so stale and comedians are getting burned out more quickly for that reason. Yeah. Well, and you know, stand up comedy is, it always had this, this, you know, raw quality to it. And that was the place where you, you could watch somebody at a stand up club in LA or New York or, honestly, any place where there was a stand-up club and you didn't know you might be watching Seinfeld. Yeah. You know, you had no clue that if this person was going to go off and have this amazing career and be really funny. Yep. And that's also where a lot of the really great TV writers, TV comedy writers came from because a lot of them, okay, they didn't make it on to become, you know, Seinfeld with their own show, Mm -hmm. but maybe they ended up writing for a sitcom. Yeah. You know, and there was like this feeder system that they had out there and it was like, you know, we're going to we're going to let audiences in these clubs sort of pick people who should go on to be maybe a writer. Maybe they get to be a star, you know, whatever, whatever and, their brand of comedy and how they present yeah. it. Yeah. It just, yeah. Everybody was their own unique entity, but they fed off of each other. Yeah. And then they ended up collaborating a lot of the time, which is why uh, I think Seinfeld's comedians in Cars Getting Coffee is so genius because he knows all of these people like he's been in the the comedy industry for so long that yeah he knows uh chris rock he Mm -hmm. knows uh what's his name i don't know that guy (laughs) from that thing oh oh him Um, yeah that no, dude sucks. I, he's the worst. <laughs> he knows John yeah, Mulaney. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, all these comedians know each other because they're still, depending on their age almost, or it's almost turning into what kind of comic they are. Yeah. They're still, they still have that kind of confab going on with each other where yeah. it's still a community of comedians because you'll hear Anthony Jeselnik talk about that on his podcast where it's like, oh yeah, you know, we had, I had some people over at my apartment. They were helping me brainstorm and come up with new jokes and they, they help each other. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool because because you don't really get that kind of collaboration in other no, competitive you, markets like that. And I think 
I think a big part of it, and I, you know, I've been a broken record on this, and and it, this, I have to sort of be careful because I get right up to the line of just being a grumpy old asshole. Um, oh, you crossed that line ages ago. Yeah, but on, on this specific topic, you know, where it's like, okay, you know, legitimate criticism versus, well, it was better when I was a kid. Right. Um, but, you know, we've been going back and watching the uh, the original Muppet show. Oh, okay. yes. And, and, you know, it's, uh, so it was premiered 1977, I think it was. Lord. Um, and so, I mean, it, you know, it's a show that predates me. But I, I watched it whenever I was Which a kid. Which doesn't happen often on this show. <laughs> it's rare. I'll admit that. But um, listening to the jokes and you realize there's so much stuff that is intelligent in the joke telling. And I'm I'm trying to say this without saying that people are just fucking idiots today. Well, it's almost too <laughs> no, subtle for anybody but, yeah. to pick up on these days. Yeah, it's like you're either highbrow educated comedy like mm-hmm. Eddie Izzard. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, because that the, is legitimately the highest brow. The drag queen of yeah. our world. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's, it's very intelligent comedy, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, or it's just stuff that, eh, you poop know, jokes. Yeah. Poop jokes. Yeah. yeah. You know, or being a complete asshole and thinking you're funny. Yes. You know, I mean, <laughs> Har- Harvey Corman could do a bit without being an asshole or doing poop jokes, yeah. but it was still funny. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's one of the reasons why Seinfeld, I think, is so, is so timeless is because, Seinfeld is a guy who he literally understands the science of humor. He's like a comedy surgeon. Yeah, he He's really is. Yeah, so precise with every little thing that he says and yeah. does. It's it's unmatched. Yeah. I, I'm totally with you on that one. But you know, and again, you know, part of it is just the oh they did it. But he, my defense against the you know oh you're just saying it was better when you were a kid. Dick Van Dyke was before my time. And it's better. And it's better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Lucy was before my time. And it's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Mel Brooks, most of his canon was before my time. And it's better. Sure. You know, I think so. a lot of it is because we have all of this other material that we can use, which is, you know, we have the um, the special effects and yeah. we have yeah. all of this stuff. And it's like a lot of the... Um, the ability to write an actual good story or write actual good material um, is kind of going out by the wayside because we're using special effects or, or writing around the special effects, kind of like Michael Bay syndrome where it's like, okay, so how many explosions do I get? Cool. I can make a story around that. Yeah, It's almost, we're going backwards. Well, and and the, the thing that really, uh, you know, at a fundamental level, because if you look at comedy from days past or drama, you know, go watch the Twilight Zone, um, you know, or, or, you know, another drama from, you know, from the 50s or 60s or, or 70s that has withstood the test of time. And there's a sort of basic level of intelligence there that yeah. I think indicates that average people just read books. Yeah. You yeah. know, like there's the, you know, the story of the guy on uh, Omaha Beach. And when they found him, he had his copy of A Tree Groves in Brooklyn mm-hmm. with him. And it's like, I don't see too many 18, 19 year old kids nowadays. He was who, clutching a DVD when they found him or, in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> or his cell phone. Yeah. He would have a cell phone with him, you know, and it's like, no. It, and because his cell phone battery died, he did too. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that would be a modern Are You Afraid yeah, of the Dark yeah. Tale. Right. Um, yeah. The tale of the no, the I, missing charger. I did hear one very cool line uh, the other day, and I, I can't remember who it was who said it, but uh, somebody said something about, oh, I want to be smart, so I'm going to read more books. And the guy said, 
Uh, reading books don't make you smart. Reading books don't make you smart? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Lord no, 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 no. He said, reading a book or reading books doesn't make you smart. Smart people read books. What? Okay. You see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 not one way or the other. It's smart people tend to read books. If they you're tend stupid, to, yeah. They're... If you're stupid, you're probably not going to be the sort of person who reads books. You and know. that doesn't mean that you're not literate or you're incapable of reading books. It just means that it's not, it's not a medium that speaks to yeah. you. Or like, I, I sort of see where you're going with yeah. that, because you can, it, you can. It, it's kind of like the modern day YouTube syndrome. It's like, oh, I don't know how to change a tire. Okay, we'll get on your phone and learn how. Right. Right. Like yeah. you can learn how to do things by yeah. reading books and watching videos and stuff. But like, reading books isn't always about learning how to do something or yeah. how to become smarter at math or smarter at science or smarter at what it, it sort of is. It expands your mind. Well, and maybe that's uh, gonna, you know, the fact that you, you know, you can, if you need to learn how to change a tire, you can just go on YouTube, you know, mm -hmm. you've got access to the unfiltered knowledge of mankind that has been committed to video or audio. Right. Maybe because it's not something that networks can filter, kids will start finding stuff from the old days, you know? And if I submit that if a kid is young enough, they're not going to think, Oh, this is old. I shouldn't watch it. They're not going to know. Well, yeah. it's, it's Shakespeare syndrome all over again yeah. because before there's any sort of stigma placed on it, you go to school and then you start hearing, you hear like maybe the cool kid who doesn't like to read, you hear him making fun of reading and then you don't want to be a reader. Mm. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's before that stigma gets slapped on it. Yeah. The younger the kids are, maybe the technology will kind of bring us full circle in it that could. way, Jason. That'd be, uh, yeah, that'd I think be amazing. Could, you know. And then they'll find stuff. Like, are you afraid of the dark that we used to watch back in the 90s? I mean, I know my kid and one of his friends, I was driving him somewhere. And I don't know why, but it, YouTube, the next video that it played was actually Abbott and Costello's uh, <laughs> The Who's on First Routine. Oh, yeah, And those two kids laughed their asses off. I know, it. it's funny. It's hilarious. And it doesn't matter how old you are right. when you're born. It is funny no matter what. Because yeah. those two guys play that <laughs> Perfectly. It was so well, good. That actually reminds me of a, a personal anecdote, hindsiders, between me and Marie when we went down to Florida for her first bachelorette outing. Uh, you were under the impression that Jerry Lewis had invented the bit where he plays oh, a typewriter. Yeah. He's not actually even playing a typewriter. He's miming typewriting to a song. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah was, I knew that. But. No, 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 no. But that was the video you were showing us. I was yeah. like, well, wait a minute. I was like, that's Liberace. And you were like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. I said, yeah, Liberace actually did it on a real typewriter mm -hmm. first, and then Jerry Lewis mimicked it later. And mm -hmm. so it's funny how, like, depending on what video or what bit of knowledge you have first, mm -hmm. it can completely bring oh, yeah. you full circle. Change your whole perspective. Yeah. Yeah, Jerry Lewis was great. It was. And then yeah. it was even more, it was even funnier because Mrs. Maisel, a show that we've talked about several times on our show, uh, they show a clip of that. Oh, when yeah. I watch that show, they, uh, the mom has the little grandson in the living room. She's like, look at that. Liberace's playing a typewriter. Can you imagine? And I was just like, <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. He's such universe. a manly man. Uh -huh. oh. His wife must be so lucky. I can't believe Liberace <laughs> was gay. <laughs> so funny. Uh, I went to the Liberace Museum once. How I thought that? you went to the Bigfoot, Bigfoot Museum. Yeah, I went to the Bigfoot Museum, Oh, you've been too. to all the museums. Yeah. Oh, no. Look, if if I find a small, weird-ass museum, you're not stopping me from going there. <laughs> Have you been to the Bodies exhibit? I did. Did you yeah. like it? I don't. I've, I've got kind of some moral qualms against well, it. Well, I, I kind of agree. Yeah. I, I, you know, they're not all fully formed to the point where I'm like, oh, no, I'm against it. But I, it's, I'm, a, it's a little weird. Yeah, it's... 
I don't like it whenever people say we're doing this for, you know, scientific education. It's like, no, you're not. It's 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 exploitation it's, and it's gawking at dead people. Yeah. Well, you know? d- didn't all of those people have to sign their bodies over to no. science to be part of that exhibition? Not all of them. Not Yeah. That, A lot of them weren't claimed. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Imagine, you know, well, now and now the counter argument to that is we'll just wait a few, you know, wait a thousand years because if you died in Egypt 2000 years ago, we'll stick your ass in a, uh, you yeah, know, in a glass mean, case in, in the British Museum I and nobody says a thing about yeah, it. Yeah, I can't criticize that because Josh yeah. and I spent a good hunk of our time at the Louvre in the in Egypt wing. So yeah. uh, it's the same concept. But it is, but it's that, just still kind of creepy at the same time that these people walked the earth at the same time that we did. Well, you it know, is. whenever I was there, I actually asked uh, one of the guys uh, who was working there, uh, or we were just chatting about it, and he, like, I asked him a question about something in there, and he wouldn't go in. He wouldn't go in the room. And was it the fetus room? No, no, like, he was out in, like, the vestibule He wouldn't go into the area, general exhibit, You know, yeah. like, like he was behind the counter taking tickets or whatever. Oh, you he, know? like, he just, it's not his thing? And, and Well, no, and I... I I asked him, I was like, I noticed you're, you're, you're pointing and sort of gesturing, but you're not going in there. And I, I'm, I'm curious, is it, is it cause you're, you don't like being around the bodies? And he said, no, he goes, that's not it. And I said, what is it? And he goes, man, <laughs> you work here late at night. Oh. He goes, let me tell you that that room is a lot noisier than it should be. Oh, what? Yeah. And I went, that's very interesting. I'm going to leave now. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess you didn't stick around for any examples of what he was talking about. No, but he was, he was like, no, that room makes noises. Oh, and I'm like, a room full of mutilated bodies that you, um, Hmm. potentially stole yeah. without permission yeah. huh yeah <laughs> it's haunted yeah which is a perfect story for this exact segment exactly we're in the middle yeah. of our halloween and, rush but and, and it was right next door to the titanic exhibit so it's like you oh got God. like uh, you know what's that like after hours you and have like old <laughs> that old felt blasphemous drive. enough to me because we went to go see it when it was it was down in florida while mm. we were on vacation down there and that that felt bad enough to me because what they did is they it wasn't a game it wasn't anything wildly inappropriate but they assigned you a passenger name from the ship and then at the end of the tour you look to see if you had yeah. died on the <gasps> ship or not yeah no yeah or if I you remember drowned that. or whatever i yeah. thought it was just like an exhibit like you just looked at the different like things no like, you see all of yeah. the different exhibits yeah and you you see all of the different like uh remnants that they've excavated from the ocean and so it it's a legit thing yeah, but in the beginning like the they give piece. you a slip of paper yeah. and they say oh, okay you're uh they're like if you want it to be a total mystery look at the very end but uh, i was john jacob astor oh wow yeah so it's basically it. like the episode of rick and morty where, uh, where they completely bastardized the James Cameronian rings. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, oh, my God. Well, you know. I, You're going to draw I, me. I, I, see, I You're like that draw me. because I, I think that it sort of, it conveys some of the impact, you know. It does. Um, and I, yeah, I can see the effect that they're trying to achieve. But it, that's why it, I hate that movie. But it feels like, sh- oh, yeah, we know. Yeah, but, it's terrible. Yeah. I agree. Well, it, yeah, it's a terrible movie. But also, I hate it because it's like, no, this isn't a stupid, sappy love story. No, that's it was what a, I mean. I, it was yeah. a natural I, I, yeah. It's terrible yeah. for the same reason. I, it makes me very mad. When you were there, did they have the giant ice wall? Yes. That that was pretty intense. For those of you who haven't gone to it, at, at this uh, Titanic exhibit, they have a, a big wall made of ice. Mm-hmm. Is it real ice? Yeah, it's real ice. Yeah, it, and, it, and it keeps I- it kind of chilly like a hockey rink almost yeah. while you're well, going through these. And exhibits. what you're supposed to do is, um, because it's the same temperature as the water, water was, and yep. you're supposed to put your hand on it and see For how as long, long as you can, can just keep your hand and on it. That's the temperature that and they that, had to like, Yeah, 
<sighs> and they it's like literally after about three seconds, you can't do it. No, it's it's yeah. It was really intense. Like, and, and when you and take your hands, are obviously yeah. like put it there. You know, I was there with my family, so my brother and I, like, I bet I could. It's like Gene and Louise, yeah. like, I'm gonna put snow in my pants and see <laughs> yeah. who can last the longest. Like, <laughs> you just you keep your hand up there longer than you should to eventually. Our dad was like, okay, this is yeah. no longer a safe game. Like, right. come on. <laughs> yeah, but imagine you know, and again, I don't know what everybody's opinions are on ghosts and stuff like that, but imagine working overnight in a building that's housing exactly two exhibits artifacts from the titanic that people and wore bodies. and touch yeah. were they real artifacts yeah yes yeah it's yeah real Exhumed stuff. artifacts yeah. from the ocean oh yes. yeah let's talk yeah. about some serious yeah. uh ghost ghostly things. lots of shoes no well it uh that's lots of fine. shoes oh yeah, yeah. lots of shoes well yeah. it actually brings us back kind of full circle because uh jason i sent you an article earlier i'm not sure if you saw it yet but uh speaking of all the ghostly artifacts and scary aspects and are you afraid of the dark? One of the things I found in my research was um, that the show couldn't shoot in real cemeteries, which they have a lot of cemetery shots. So, uh, but there was a law against filming and publicizing actual tombstones. Hmm. So they had to create oh. their own cemeteries with mm. like, here lies blind Paul or whatever. <laughs> and yeah. um, so just random stuff like that. And, Jason, it sort of took me to uh, our tombstone moment and how you and I have dreamt up different messages on tombstones because the article that I sent you is actually about um, how not just the Catholic Church but also the Church of England, that every church kind of has their own quote-unquote rules about what's appropriate on a tombstone. Of course. And, uh, you know, like... Jack Lemon in the, yeah. <laughs> or uh, I can never remember what Jack Lemon's gravestone says. In. Yeah, in. Yeah. So, okay, you think, <laughs> it, can you define in? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, so in probably a Catholic setting, he would probably not be allowed to have that tombstone. But I sent you an article about that since we've t- joked about tombstone moments and how you and I, w- we would never be able to be buried in a Catholic place because our tombstone moments are just too inappropriate. Yeah. Well, Here lies Darth Jader in utter contentment, smothered by Mel Gibson's thighs. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that would never work. I- I'm still going with Jason Mitchell, Apollo astronaut. <laughs> just to see if anybody will bother to look it up. Seriously, what are they going to do? Go Wikipedia it? You know, in a hundred years, liar. Yeah, in a hundred years, people, these idiots aren't even going to know. No, you know, president of the United States, president you know. of, of the world. world. Yeah, <laughs> but of what? Yeah, so that that kind of brings a full circle, as far as I know. So um, I actually have a relative, a uh, distant relative, who his he was he was uh, murdered in like 1912 or something like that. He was he was uh, same year as the Titanic. I was going to say that's yeah. the same year as the Titanic. Yeah, he he lived in New Orleans, and he. Um, the details are kind of fuzzy, but it was basically he got out of a carriage and he was walking in someplace and somebody just walked up to him with a shotgun and blew him away. God. And his tombstone actually says his name, born this date, assassinated this date. That's thought, pretty badass. That's 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 pretty yeah. I also, mean if, if being, you gotta go. <laughs> being assassinated in New Orleans, he's probably got a lot of really good friends uh probably to so. hang out because yeah. that's a pretty haunted town. Probably pretty yeah. crowded for a ghost. Yeah. yeah. But well, then again, you know, yeah. they have more than just the one dimension. They have like there's up, a lot of tourist right, ghosts yeah. around. Like down. It's, just, it's such a pain in the ass. <laughs> oh, Eve with these ghosts. Uh, yeah. coming down from Mardi Gras. Again with the living dead. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, with the poodles already. But, <laughs> Well, so we have been discussing uh, all sorts of spooky nonsense. Are you afraid? I tried of the dark? to bring it full circle a minute ago, actually, and then I, we. I think we got a lot more Halloween-ish. Uh, I almost said Halloweeny. 
Um, on <laughs> you this know one. what? Yeah. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Halloweeny. It is Halloweeny. Hashtag um, Halloweeny. Yeah. Hashtag Halloweeny. Make sure in the show notes you put that hashtag. Hashtag Halloweeny. Yeah. yeah do can that. you can you do like a little Halloweeny? <laughs> can you can you make? Oh my god. You uh, listeners like can't little, see it, but I'm avidly ignoring Jason. Can you right have now? like a Halloweeny like plush? I can I can come we up with something. We could put hashtag Halloweeny on something. I can yes. definitely <laughs> come up with something for that. Marie needs to be our new merchandising yeah. supervisor because yeah. she came up with, oh my God, Adam, and to put it on a, a mug. Yeah, I'm and still like trying a... to figure out what to put on the beanbag. <gasps> Ooh, oh, no, no, wait. Ooh, yeah. hashtag Halloweeny, and you can have like a Halloweeny like thing on the back of, what are they called? The things that you put on the back of your car? Bumper stickers? Decal. <laughs> Decal. <laughs> Uh, I do. Oh, I'm bag. very tired. <laughs> a beanbag might be appropriate because uh, I'm not going to say which guest said it. I'm sure you guys will be able to determine on your own. Uh, but the quote exactly was third stone from the testicle. Oh my. Okay. Lord. Yeah. I actually, I do. That might I, fit on a beanbag. I think what we should do with the beanbag is we need to get a big picture of Adam sort of like with his <laughs> arms out oh. and, and a kind of come no. hither look on his no. face. No. And we'll put that on a beanbag. No. no, don't do that. Are we trying to ruin his life with this merchandising? <laughs> that was not the aim. And for an extra 20 bucks, he'll autograph it. Oh my God. <laughs> well, then you have and to. And for an extra 30 bucks, we'll autograph it with his pants on. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Mr. Brown, we do adore you. Oh, uh, but, he's uh, not listening. I know he's not. <laughs> but uh, no, what we really need to do is make that exact item, like you said, and then keep track, because I know we do, keep track of who buys it. And then we need to make one of me and see if we can find where the troll lives. Because ah. you know he's going to buy a beanbag with my yeah. face on yeah. it. I know. Yeah. So we can sit on it. Oh my sit on God. it, Potsy. <laughs> but yeah, so on that wildly disturbing note, uh, where Adam and I are now immortalized in beanbags. Yes. <laughs> Aren't you glad that you brought me yeah. back? I think I'm going to do that. I think I, now, oh, now I think this is going to happen. Because this is the thing. We can design it and put it in the store and it doesn't cost anything to put it in the store. This is true. You know, because so we, we don't have inventory. So technically it's a custom yes, order. We have we have no inventory. So if you order this stuff, it's actually engineered. Um, Specifically for you. Yes. Just for you. Yes. There, there's a, a craftsman in, uh, in uh, Uzbekistan who by hand makes the beans... <laughs> <laughs> deposits them beans. one by They're one in a bag. <laughs> they have to be vacuum sealed to ensure crunchiness and freshness. There, 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 there are monks who are painting the picture of Adam on the beanbag. <laughs> Travis monks. <laughs> they only make one of those things a year, and they made it for you guys. Yeah, so. the beanbag cost twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so marie welcome back to the show i'm um, so happy i'm to be sure back. you weren't expecting you to go this far down the rabbit hole with this kind of nonsense no no I, I i was very much expecting to go as far down the rabbit hole as you took me so no Good. worries uh, we're glad so um are before we sign off uh are there any last words you have about this particular episode or the show in general that you chose um I'm cold. Mm. <laughs> well put. Um, <laughs> Halloween Town sucked. <laughs> <laughs> you you take that back, oh, you monster. Michelle. You monster. You know she's giggling while she's listening to this. I love She gets Halloween so many shout outs from you now ever since she chose yep. Halloween Town. I know. I know. But I love it's Halloween all, Town. It's all done with love. 
Oh yes, I haven't she met knows. you, Michelle. Not, but not for Halloween, Halloween Town. Is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Just for Michelle. Yeah, and uh, Debbie Reynolds, of course. Can't oh, forget her. Yes, but yeah. So Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> the pipes of an old Debbie Reynolds. <laughs> oh, no, take I, it. So if you do want merchandise and the, and the cool thing with with the merch store is that it does change, uh, regularly. We're always adding new, uh, new stuff. You can get horrible, horrible things. We're going to keep trying to come up with the most disturbing things we can possibly sell you. Uh, you know what? Maybe that should be our first giveaway. (laughs) The, the Adam Brown beanbag chair. Oh my God. Okay. That's it. Oh my God. That's the best idea I've heard that done. He's made it canon now. I'm going to text him and just apologize and not tell him why. No, no. You need to tell him that he has to send you a picture of him holding his arms out. Oh, Oh I think I've got the perfect one and I'll put it in the show notes. (laughs) Hold on. I think it's his ID on my phone because I've got funny ones. If we get him in here, we can put him in front of the green screen and it'll make it even easier. Okay. I told you. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> um. Yes, because he has a habit of uh, sending us photos whenever he changes his hair or his look. Yeah. And, and that was and so that one stuck. Now, because we all just laughed maniacally, I think you're really going to have to put that one in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Or you're just going to have to wait until we do the giveaway yes. and oh, yeah. do what we yes. tell you in order to win this yes. <laughs> now and infamous. And you're going to have to earn it, let me tell you. Mr. Brown beanbag chair. <laughs> uh, you, you, you can get to, this, to the store. Uh, you can go to our website, hindsight.show. Uh, you can click the link there or you can just go to store.hindsight.show. Um, you can find our merchandise there. You can find all the information uh, about uh, this episode and other episodes uh, uh, on the website. You can find us on Instagram at Hindsight Horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Hindsight is horrifying on Instagram. See, we have Isn't too it? many. The full name. And then Twitter is Hindsight Horror along with Facebook. Yeah. The, the business cards that we have are actually right there in front of you, Jason. Hang on a second. <laughs> For me, your uh, reference. So just, I might uh, be wrong. So anyway, you can get to us. At, the name of our show is Hind uh, sight is horrible, right? Well, no, we don't know. I can't read. Do you want me to read the card for you, dear? Uh, the and you know, <laughs> yeah, why don't and, and we have fun- somebody else promote our social media yeah, for once? Yes, we want to tell them where to find. And, and by the way, I, I haven't had a single thing to drink tonight other than coffee. That's so, what's really yeah, sad. That's that's I can't blame it on the alcohol. Okay, I'm gonna read it. <clears throat> Hi. Okay, no, I'm kidding. For real, though. No. <laughs> Hindsight is horrifying. And the uh, website is hindsight.show. Instagram is hindsight is horrifying. Uh, Twitter is at hindsight horror. What is this? Facebook. Facebook is. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> the Countman's novel. <laughs> is hindsight horror. And the phone number is 770. 770- Two nine 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 eight three four, which is the first time we've ever yeah, had this read is. off on be, the show, guys, because we've been trying to make you work for it, but it's on the countenance novel, so nobody cares. Yeah, and also the, it's the first time because neither of us remember it, and exactly. we and we haven't had had it written down in front of us. Yeah, <laughs> a show. Wasn't that a great idea? I handed yeah. those out at Dragon Con. I've been giving them out ever since. Have so. you yeah. gotten any calls? Uh, no calls so far. Uh, we're waiting for Australia. 
I guess they're they're a little miffed because I think their love letters got lost in the mail. So I need yeah. to I need to write a new round. Sorry, Australia. Well, we sent them by sailing ship, uh, so it'll take about a year and a half to get there. And the crew, yeah. half the crew, will be dead of scurvy. Yeah. And there'll be a new plague by then. So probably just throw them out when. But you it's get still them, guys. faster than UPS. So <laughs> true um, story. Yeah. So on that sour note. Uh, Guys, we appreciate you tuning in with us again. Marie, thanks for reappearing on the show. Thanks for having me. She's known me for a while, guys, and yet she came back, and she knows Jason, too, and yet she came back. I still came back. (laughs) Bad judgment. Uh, Mm. Who knows? I know. I might even come back again. Three times the charm is what we said, I think, on Battle Royale, which you guys will get to hear soon. We'll be releasing those episodes, so stay tuned. We've got a lot of fun things coming your way. Until next time, Hindsiders, this has been Darth Jader with... Jason Mitchell. And our special guest... Marie. So thanks for tuning in, and we will catch you for our next spooky Halloween session.